Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely wife, uh, Miss Southern Shell. Shell, another week in the books. How are you feeling? Great. It's been a good week, right? This is this is officially known as camp week at our house. That's <laughs> when Michael goes to camp, so things haven't been near as crazy. Because uh, well, we had- purposely take a little. Uh, we only worked a few hours a day. Instead of- <laughs> yeah, instead of eight hours a day every yeah, day. Yeah. We, we we had a lot of pool time. We watched the movies. <laughs> we went to lunch a couple times. We even got up, went to breakfast once. So it's yeah. been a fun week, man. This has we been. The, I love camp week. Yeah, we watched the baseball game. At watched a bar. Two, <laughs> Yeah, we got to go do a little bit of <laughs> afternoon day drinking and, and watch uh, Mississippi State. They they lost. They lose both games. We've watched. Yeah, yeah. They lost both games they're out watched. last night. I thought they had Louisville last night, but then they let them come back in. They brought their relievers in. And, the dude that was pitching to start off was doing fine, and then seventh inning comes, and they let it all just go. So, hey, they wanted to go back to start with, I guess. It is what it is. It is what it is. I don't know if they'd have beat Vanderbilt anyway. Vanderbilt's been hot. Yeah, yeah. They'd have they would have had to beat twice. twice. Yeah. But anyway, so college so baseball's over. Louisville has to go beat Vanderbilt twice. Yeah, they'll have to beat them twice. I think so it's going to be imagine, Vandy. <laughs> I imagine it's going to be Vandy. Yeah. But. Now it's on to college football, right? Yeah. Yes, my favorite time of the year. Oh my! After Shark Week, <laughs> Shark Week's coming up. It's Shark Week, then it rolls right into football, <laughs> football season. season. <laughs> it's like the it end of summer. It is, yeah. Shark Week and football, yeah. I'm glad we're going on vacation to the beach before Shark Week because I usually never want to get in the water after Shark Week. Yeah. So, me and Michael watch. I, I record all of them. Um, it's great entertainment. I don't like really getting too deep out in the ocean anyway. You just go like waist high. You don't have to get deep for Jaws to get you. (laughs) He swims right up there to the bank. It doesn't doesn't take much water. So what are we talking about today? We got Um, a video. I thought we'd talk about our video that we dropped this week. Yeah, that was just, um, that was one we kind of mentioned it last week. We went out to, to Texas to do some meat church little classes. And real quick, I want to shout out to my new buddy, Brad. He came to one of the classes and he brought me this monster sized bottle of TX whiskey. And then it's the weekend. Is so it TX whiskey or Texas whiskey? Texas blended whiskey, TX. I don't know. I really don't know, but they have this cool place. Uh, it's called the Whiskey Ranch where they do a lot of stuff out yeah. there. Matt actually told me about that. He went out and did some. So he's sponsored by these guys. But thanks, Brad, because I'm going to enjoy that it. this weekend. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but I do, I do like whiskeys. So while we were there, um, we shot a quick video, and the whole purpose of the video was meant to be real quick. It's less than five minutes long. It's not right. a typical detailed recipe because there wasn't much to this recipe, now, really. You know, I, we were talking to Matt, and he wanted to – I just – you know, I liked when I go somewhere to learn something. Yeah. And he said, man, you know, I got these wings that my wife loves, and it's really the only way she'll eat smoked wings. And I said, well, hey, you know, I love wings any kind of way. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, all we do is throw some of his rub on them, smoke them till they're done, you know, like 175, and then yeah. – Throw them in a deep fryer, crisp them up, and they're ready to go. And I mean, we and didn't have that the, easy. Yeah, we, I mean, we were only there for the time we did our classes, so mm. this was technically we shot this video in between classes. We didn't have time to do a big 
production. Yeah. Oh, I would love to have done, you know, Texas brisket or yeah. we're going to go back and we got some ideas kicking when we're not doing a class to go back and do something there with Max. I really like his setup. Um, that's a cool place. And we can bring all the equipment. And- yeah. And he's got a lot of guys that, that kind of follow him. He's got a big following too. And those guys are, he's all about, he's, you know, he used to do comps, but now he's into education too. So, you know, just teaching, you know, sharing what we know about barbecues, what we're both about. So it kind of overlaps. So yeah. And, um, and he's good. Yeah. Everything I had of his is awesome. Yeah. I will say that. Um, but so how, the the purpose of this recipe was to get smoked wings crispy. That's right? it. It's just a, a way to keep that. You know, sometimes when you throw wings on smoker, the skin's a little rubbery. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, in higher heats, it does crisp up some. But unless you're doing a vortex or trying to throw some cornstarch or something on it to really get them crispy, you're not going to get them that way on a grill or a yeah. smoker. But you get great flash, flavor. Yeah, you get the flavor. So he's kind of the best of both worlds. It, it's a it's a deep fried wing. It has that, you know, like a classic deep fried wing, but it has all that elements of being smoked and you get all, you know, the seasoning cooked in it. Um, and it, man, it was super simple. I mean, yeah. and I've done those before just playing around, you know, throw them on, you know, smoke them a little bit and then finish them off in a deep fryer. They're really, really good. Well, most of the time when you order smoked wings at a barbecue restaurant, that's how they've been prepared. Yeah. They've, they've, they've smoked, smoked them ahead them, of time. They've held them. And then when you, they flash from to, to order. order. Yep. And that's the way you get them, you get them back to serving temp. Mm-hmm. See, I like to toss them in sauce. So, you know, if I'm doing it, I got me a buffalo sauce or like a spicy barbecue sauce. I've mixed in with like barbecue sauce and a wing sauce. Yeah. Give them a quick toss in that and they're ready to roll. You want a more wet wing? Yeah. I just, typically. that's what I, I mean. I like, I'm nothing wrong with dry wings. I, I mean, I like dry wings, but I, I like sauce on them too. I, like, I was going to talk about that. Yeah. I like a dry wing. That's what you prefer to order, man. Yeah. If you go, well, I mean, sometimes it's too much sauce on a wing, you know, and it's that's my problem with some of them too, man. They over sauce them. Like when you do wings, it only takes a drizzle of sauce and you toss them in it, so they all get an even coating. This whole thing about dump a bottle in the bowl, it just makes it greasy and too messy. I mean, if, especially if you're eating them out in public. If you're eating them at home, you can get down with it. it don't, <laughs> don't matter. The more sauce, the better, but. I'm eating wings out. I mean, I, I like, don't get me wrong. I don't, I like them just about any way from, you know, classic buffalo wing joint to, to heck, Hooter style. Those are some of my favorite wings to eat in at a restaurant. I mean, I took Michael the other day. I put it on Instagram. We went to the, the Hooters. Well, we went to the, we had, you know, we had that contest last weekend. We got, yeah. a, but we got a brisket call. That's the only thing we did. But we went to Hooters for lunch the day we set up. And man, they were, the wings were so good. Was that last weekend? It was last we Friday, con- yeah. Contest? Yep. Huh. It's been a week. I'm having. But shout out issues. to Joey Gilmore. He got reserved. Mm-hmm. Who got who He got, got grand? third place in the state contest, too. He had a hot weekend. Michael came in smooth, 38 special in the state. <laughs> he was not happy with that. I <laughs> got brought back down to the normal level. He'd been in the top 10 in the past well, three the, cooks. The real problem was you kind of told him he was helping you cook the chicken. And so him and Mark Williams made a bet about whose chicken was going to do better. Because we did legs. Yeah, because yeah. both of y'all did legs for the first time. And Mark beat him. And he kept going. And he just knew he had Mark. He <laughs> knew he had Mark. And he got a little upset. Did he? Well, hey, it happens. I mean, he is nine. So. I get beat all the time. That's nothing new. Yeah, I told him, you better get used to it if you want to do competition, competition barbecue. barbecue yeah. <laughs> you're right. disappointed more than you're... Uh, 
rewarded. That's exactly right. But um, so with these smoked fried wings, uh, you could use any rub. You could use any finishing sauce. Yeah, yeah. This is a really interchangeable recipe. It's just get some seasoning on them. Your favorite rub on the outside. Yeah, get, get them, them on the any smoke. smoker. I'd run it at two seventy five. Two seventy five. That seems to do. I mean, it's going to do. But you, you know, really, it probably doesn't matter. But the whole thing is, you want to get them done in about an hour. Yeah. And then have your grease getting hot. Or all you got to do is drop them. Why do you want to get them done in about an hour? What's it's the just, purpose? That's a good of that? time to cook wings. You know, <laughs> it's about how long it takes. You could put them on two twenty five and cook them three hours if you wanted to. Well, what if you kicked it up to like three twenty five? Because a lot of times too. when you smoke wings, you'll do them at three twenty five. Yeah, but you you're not flat frying them. Yeah, I'm not frying either. those, but yeah. you could. It's just about rendering that fat. Okay. I've, been, I've been some same. So if you're going to fry them, two seventy five is a good temp to let it render. To let cook it roll. slow. Yeah, they were really tender. They yeah. were. Yeah, I, I'm, that's what taking them to one seventy five does. Like you know, those wings are done at one sixty five, but to me, a chicken wing needs to let go of its bones, and it doesn't do it. I've, I've even taken wings as high as like two hundred two. Yeah. And I personally, I like them up higher. Now, if you're gonna flash fry them, I probably wouldn't take them to that high. We well, probably cooking do them at home, by the time you flash fry them too. Don't yeah, you think? well, they stay in there three minutes. They're probably they're gaining some, but I don't know if they get up that high. Yeah, but it's the bones come right out. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But if I was, I mean, my whole thing is, if I'm eating a flat, I want to be able to pop the bone out. I did it on the video. I showed Matt how to yeah. do wing. Pop that bone out, pull it out, pull the other one out, and it comes out clean. Or you know, if you're eating the drummy, it just comes right off of it. I hate a chicken wing where you got to work on it and skin's rubbery. That's the ones I don't like. I say I don't like all chicken wings. I don't like those. And I don't like the ones where you get them from a pizza restaurant and they just run Run them through through the the oven. oven, They suck too. That's how we used to do them when I uh, worked at Pizza Joint. In college. Yeah. yeah. I don't don't know if they were pre-cooked. They had to be pre-cooked some kind of way. Yeah, they're probably par-cooked and then froze or something. Then they run them back through and. It's just They're not slimy. good. Yeah, it's not good at all. <laughs> we didn't use any breading. No, it's just skin, and then it doesn't really get hot enough to get it crispy or anything. It's usually rubbery, and no. then they toss them in way too much sauce, and yeah, they need to stick to pizza because they barely do that. No, I was talking about on this smoker fried wing recipe. Oh yeah, no, no breading, no breading at all. Yeah. yeah. No, they're just, I call them naked style. Yeah. Season them, throw them on the pit, and then throw them in the flash fryer when they're done. And the only thing about it is if it's got too much um, seasoning on it, now I will say this, it'll, it, you you don't get as much cooks out of your oil because some of that stuff is coming off in your peanut oil. And so it's going, you know, eventually if you did enough of them, you're going to have to throw that oil out just because of the seasoning coming off in it. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's the way it is. I mean, that's going to happen with any cook you do with a Yeah, but grease. when you're seasoning stuff like that heavily, like, you know, so we season the breading on when I do like the catfish, and we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't come off as much. You don't lose as much of that seasoning in the oil as you do if it's just seasoned like that. Really? I, I mean, that's, that's been my experience with it. And it gives your oil a bitter taste. I mean, you'll, yeah. you'll have, you can, t- it's just a bad fried taste that it's eventually going to get there. The only problem, you know, that I that with this recipe is you got to get your smoker hot, then you got to get your oil hot. Yeah, but like, all of it didn't take long. No, it didn't. I must say, his the oil got hot within five minutes. I you mean, almost had an explosion. We did. <laughs> we had to swap swap out the gas lines. I looked over there and the whole thing's on fire. I'm like, serious problem here, Matt. Let's <laughs> shut that down for a second. Let's do, let's figure out what's going on. You got a line it on fire all the way up to the table. It's just a 
few inches away from the tank. Well, what happened to the line? I guess I don't know. I guess it, it got too got hot or something. Out of the line. Yeah, it must have had some pinholes in it. It was leaking, and, and God, we, I wasn't standing there with it. I don't know. Yeah, hey, it wasn't my problem. <laughs> I just solved it. <laughs> he said, uh, "Matt, we got a situation here," <laughs> and you ran over there and turned the turned it off. I did what any normal person would do: turn the gas off first. And did the fire die as soon as you turned the gas off? No. Oh, I mean, it did when the gas burned out of that line. Oh, okay. Yeah, I shut off the supply though. <laughs> it could have. Five more minutes, and we'd have probably had a tank on fire. What happens when you catch a propane tank on fire? Eventually, it's going to blow. Yeah. I mean, it's going to burn. Yeah, yeah. It's eventually going to blow up. You don't want to be close to one when it blows Uh -uh. up. Have you not seen the videos of where those things Uh -uh. blow up? Oh, man. It's like a bomb. That's what I kind of imagine it would be. It has to burn out the valve. A lot of times, I've seen it to where it'll burn the valve out, and then it'll like shoot, and it's just shooting like a flamethrower. But then eventually, it'll catch it and just boom. Well, I'm glad that didn't There was a video on Facebook last week. I don't know who it was. It was like this guy at an apartment. And I was like, this is going to burn an apartment down. He's like on his deck. Yeah. I don't know who was filming it, but they were a good ways away. It was a raging fire. And then it just blowed up. I mean, that was pretty funny. I'm sure it wasn't funny to do. He was right there on it. Like, blowed him back. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that. So, you use painted oil. Could you use any oil? For frying these wings? Yeah. I just like, if anything, I'm deep frying. I typically like to use peanut oil just because yeah. of the flavor. Uh, you want to use something with a higher smoke point because you're cooking up around 350 to 375, 400 even. But I like keeping that grease about 350, which is pretty good. But you don't want to use like vegetable oil or corn oil or something like that. They make some different um, frying oils that you can buy. They're a little bit less expensive because peanut oil is pretty high. Yeah. But if you take care of it and you strain it, you know, you clean the oil get all those impurities out of it, run it to a filter or something, you'll get more life out of it. So that's what I try to do. So every time I keep the jugs and I've got a little funnel with the filter that's like a little coffee filter you can go in it. And so you can just run the oil right back through that and it cleans it. So you probably need to do that after, I mean, depending on how much you're frying every couple, two or three times, you know, if you're frying a lot of food. My rule is a lot of times if I'm frying fish, it just needs to be fish grease. Because that's it. That's the one thing fish will kind of, everything will taste like fish once you fry fish in it. But for for wings or for pork rinds that we do a lot or for just fries or anything like that, I fry all that in the same oil. Yeah. And that's why we had the fire out to begin with because y'all were frying pork rinds, fresh pork rinds. Yeah. That's for what, the class. That's it, yeah. Yep. Um, Man, those are good. Yeah. If, you, if y'all had never bought any pork rinds, was it called American Skins? Where were those from? That's where you get them. You need right? to order a box of those because they are good. Um, And, you know, the one thing I thought that they were missing was a ranch to dip it in. You got <laughs> to have a dipping sauce. Yeah. It's not, you know. Because I like a dry, dry wing. So, I think because it's better to dip in the dipping sauce, yeah. you know. But, you know, I don't like it straight out of the bottle. I want it to have. No. I want a dip, like a ranch dip or a blue Homemade, cheese dip. Yeah. I had that actually as a note to talk about because we were going to talk about what I cook for Father's Day. Yeah. And I had my mom and dad over and brother and sister and uh, some other friends. And um, I did a catfish. My dad loves fried catfish. So instead of cooking in barbecue, I cooked uh, catfish. But my mom really likes chicken wings. So I had the grease going and just threw some wings in there for her. But you battered yeah. those. You breaded yeah, those. Yeah, I did them. See, to me, okay, let's talk about wings first. You got naked style and you got breaded style. And that's kind of, I mean, 
That's the way I think. I've always thought, what the hell is that flying by? June bug? <laughs> Got attacked there for a second. But uh, so naked is just where it's just the skin. You don't do anything to it. You, you might season, season them lightly, but pretty much you're just frying a plain old chicken wing. Well, breaded style, you're putting them in some kind of batter. And all I use is flour and season it up, usually with just some AP. Um, I don't get real crazy with it because I'm going to, I'm going to get the flavor from either the dry rub that I'm going to put on it when it comes out. So as it comes out of the hot grease or either from the sauce, I'm going to toss it in. So pretty much it's just like fried chicken that hadn't been overly seasoned or anything. And the breading's not real thick either. No, it's thin. Well, see, the, the main thing, I don't do like an egg wash. The way when I, when I fry wings, I like a light breading. So I'll get my flour seasoned up. I'll put it in a big bag. And it's just flour. Just regular old all-purpose flour. Nothing right. special. You don't have That's to worry about seasoning. being self-rising or any of that. Just all-purpose flour. Season it with a little salt and pepper. AP is easy. If you like seasoned salt, throw a little of that in there. You don't have to get overboard with it. And then, But the, the key is if you use party wings or whole wings or whatever, you want to get those pieces dry as possible. So, Before you flour Yeah. So a lot of times, like the ones I bought, they were just frozen party wings, yeah, like a four-pound bag. bag. Yeah. Took them out, let them thaw out in the refrigerator, and then took them out. I did kind of... Put them in a little bit of water just to make sure they were there. And I got them out and dried them really good. And that's the key. Get some paper towels on a baking sheet. Put the wings on there. Put more paper towel on there. Blot them off really good. Put them on a little cooling rack to where they can dry. And then throw them in your flour. Season them. Put them back on the cooling rack. And they need to sit at least 30 minutes. Usually uh-huh. I'll just... Just so that the flour can stick to them. And it dries. And it doesn't make it like a soggy wing or too heavily breaded. And these are just lightly breaded. But when you fry them up, it's perfect skin. Yeah. I mean, it makes really good fried chicken. If I was frying chicken, that's how I'd do it too. And so I get my oil about 350 and they fry about 10 to 12 minutes. I'll set a timer. And I mean, I don't, I do in so my you basket. you let them dry for 30 minutes. Yeah, then they're ready to go. At least 30 minutes. Can At you least. go longer? Yeah, you could probably go a couple hours. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't let it go fridge. overnight or anything. Yeah. Just keep them in the fridge. Let them, they're just going to air dry. So yeah. the skin, I mean, the, the moisture. It's going to be absorbed out of it a little bit, but it's going to get tacky on there, and it's, it'll just be the a kind of a dry set. flour on yeah. it. Yeah, that's what you want. You don't want it overly like you're not trying to breading, egg wash, breading, yeah, build yeah. up this big thick crust on them. Or at least I don't like them like that. Yeah, I mean it's plenty of crust. Heck yeah. yeah! By the time, especially by the time you sauce it, by the it, time it's fried and stuff, it's plenty of crust. Yeah, it's not thick, but I mean it's a perfect. It's perfect yeah. chicken crust. Perfect, and so. Get them and get your oil about 350, 10 do to 12 minutes. Do you always use painted oil? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to spend the money. In. I mean, it's not that much more expensive by the time you're buying a big jug of oil. I just buy it at Sam's in the big, what's a five-gallon jug mm-hmm. or whatever. It's probably not quite five gallons, but I forget what it is. So many liters. I mean, I'm a big fan of painted oil. I think it makes yeah. a big difference. If you're allergic to it, don't use it. Use that clear frying oil. But get something that's meant to fry, not just something flavorful. Like corn oil or vegetable oil will be a little too light. You need something, you know, made for frying, a little higher smoke point. So you drop them in. Drop them in 10 to 12 minutes, take them out, but put them on another cooling rack. And, you know, I usually put them in a pan on a cooling rack. That way that grease is getting away from them. They're not something that that makes them crispy. And so what I'll do a lot of times, um, if I, especially if I know I'm going to cook some other stuff, I'm serving these a little bit later, I'll have my oven on warm. That way I can take these sheet pans with the, on, with the wings on a raised rack and just stick them in that warm oven and it keeps them from getting soggy. Because yeah, that's what I, we did you don't Sunday. want them to get soggy. We, we threw them in the oven and it was like 180 is about what we 140 had 140 is what I said it at. Yeah, I cranked it up because it, 
I it was know. so cold. It, it it wasn't warm in there. Yeah, yeah. So I caked it up to 180, I think. It yeah. might have been 200. You're, yeah, you don't want them too hot. It'll cook them and yeah, yeah, dry them out. Yeah. You want to keep them just warm. Yeah. I mean, but it was that 140 thing. wasn't doing much of anything. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I kicked it up a little, little bit. A little bit warmer. Um, but but that's, we threw it in there for 10, 15 minutes just long enough while you did the fish. Yeah, while I was cooking fish. But that was it. The thing is, like in my fryer, I got the double basket. I think it's a... Cajun works. Cajun works. I think it's the five gallon size or whatever it is. It's two baskets. And I do about six or seven wings in each basket because I don't want to overcrowd it. That's another thing where you mess up when you're frying. Don't, you know, just go piling it in. You want to make sure everything has room to fry. That it's got room for the oil to get around it because if it's all touching and crammed in there, it's not going to fry even. So, I mean, nothing to it. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's all technique, really. Yeah. I had Michael. That's what I was teaching him how to fry chicken and fish. And then um, be right before that. we served them, I pulled them out and I tossed them in a buffalo sauce. You did them for your mom, and your mom likes a buffalo sauce. So we tossed most of them in the buffalo sauce, and then a couple of them we left plain. Yeah. They were really tasty, just plain, oh, yeah. you know, wings. We were dipping them in a homemade ranch that I made. How'd you make that? A ranch packet. Like a Hidden Valley ranch Hidden packet? Hidden Valley ranch packet, packet, a uh, uh, Cup of mayonnaise, cup of sour cream. So the sour cream is what makes it the dip instead yeah. of just a dressing. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah. Nothing else? No but other some seasons? of the dip ingredients directions tell you to just use two cups of sour cream. Well, I like a little tanginess from the mayonnaise. I got you. Yeah, so you so half and half it. I half and half it. Nothing wrong with that. And the dressing recipe is actually like a cup of milk and a cup of mayonnaise. And yeah. that's what makes like the a... Buttermilk and mayo. Yeah. Yeah, that's more like salad dressing, though. Yeah, that's more salad dressing. So I take best Some people eat that with wings. I think it's better when it's it's a Thick. little thicker. Yeah. yeah. Stands up. If you mm-hmm. wanted to take your celery or carrot, you could stick it in it, and, and it ain't falling good. over. That's To me, that's a good sign of a good I call it homemade dip. ranch. It's really just a packet, you know? Yeah. But it's so easy. The blue cheese. I, it tastes I do so blue much better than anything out of the bottle. Yeah. I use like four ounce little tub of blue cheese and then mayo and sour cream and then a little bit of lemon juice and a dash of hot sauce and a, it's spit, really good. a pinch of uh, salt and pepper. I usually make that. Well, one, um, the last the time I didn't have as much, I thought I had plenty of blue cheese in the refrigerator. Yeah. So I didn't buy it at the store, but I had some goat cheese crumbles. Yeah. And we used those instead. That dip turned out really good. It was tangy. Yeah. yeah that, that was good. It was different. But it was still really, really good. Um, I like a good excuse to make a blue cheese or a ranch dip. <laughs> and wings just happens to be one. <laughs> and uh, But I tossed a few of them in that Cosmos Buffalo Dry Shake. And to me, those I really like that stuff. Did you, which, yes. the, did you use his Nashville or just the Buffalo? No, no, just the Buffalo. You know, I like his Garlic Parm one. Yeah, we got that one too. I use that when I do like a Garlic Parm a hot wing. And so I, I took, I take the, uh, the mayo, the white barbecue sauce and I tone down the vinegar just a little bit and take out the lemon juice in it. And then I add some of that par, uh, regular Parmesan cheese and then some of Cosmo's garlic parm seasoning. Cause it gives it kind of that little herbiness mm-hmm. that, you know, they always say it's like, I guess it's, it's a really good shake. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I mix that up and make a, like a white sauce for wings. It's a white garlic parm sauce. Toss those wings in that. That's really good. That's what you did for your fantasy football draft. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. It was really good. I do. So I've usually got four styles that I, that I serve. Four styles I'll, of rank wings. wings. Yeah, because I'll, I'll do. I mean, I I like the spicy garlic buffalo, which is kind of my hot sauce. Garlic hot sauce inside with butter. Butter, yeah. It's you more know, traditional. Just a touch of honey to give it a little bit of sweetness. 
and then a little bit of extra cayenne to kick up the heat. So that's really good, but it's got a garlic flavor. And so that's my like buffalo sauce. And then I do that sweet kind of Asian Thai that's really good. And it, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's kind of like, um, if you've ever had Asian zing or one of those teriyaki style sauces, but it's got a little more heat to it from the peppers I put in it. Yeah. And that's real good. I don't know if I've got a recipe. Do I have a recipe out there for that one? I should have. I think you do. And then I always it might not jerk. have been a recipe we use for wings. It might have yeah. been, you know, for chicken or whatever, you know, more of an all-purpose sauce. But I'm pretty sure we have a recipe like that. And then I do a Caribbean jerk, jerk. and then the barm. That's my favorite four. Yeah. Which um, one? And you like them dry, so I usually keep some dry that you can season. Well, when you did your draft, you did six different ways. And you did some of them breaded, some of them not breaded. You did the Asian, the jerk, the buffalo. The parm. The garlic parm. Um you did a buffalo dry kind of, mm-hmm. and I forgot what the sixth one was, but you did. I remember it was six ways. I'll have to look it up yeah. the picture. I don't know. I did a wing spread. And then everybody got a half rack of, of ribs. Of ribs. <laughs> and we had dips. That's coming up. It won't be we long. Gotta, we got to start planning again. We go all out, or he goes all out, and I have to help. I don't know what it's going to be this year. So let me. Um, might be seafood feast. I have one question before we moved on. Do you, what did you like better, the smoker fried wings or those crispy grilled wings you did with the vortex and the um, cornstarch? Smoker fried, all really? Day. Heck yeah, those are good. I'm, you know, if you're gonna deep fry it, well, you get that really good cheating. flavor. You yeah, deep fry it, man. Come on, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I, I, the the vortex wings with the little crispiness was good. They were good, but it's not as good as dropping it in a in a fryer. Yeah. Man, I need a vortex them, and then I bet you they get real crispy. If we what? Vortex them without the breading, and then zap them in the grease at the end. Oh. That'd be good. They'd be real crispy. But you wouldn't lose that smoke flavor. You wouldn't get that. I you mean. Don't, you didn't lose them in Matt's offset wings. That's what I'm saying. He smoked them over post oak for an hour. Yeah. That's what, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. If you do it with a the vortex. They wouldn't be. You'd probably lose that grilled flavor is what you're saying. You'd probably lose it. It just wouldn't be as prominent to begin it's with. We're trying. It's an experiment I'd be yeah. down. But I also did fried catfish. And that's what I want to be talk topic about. this week. Yeah. Because I, fried you know, catfish. I did win Catfish King of Mississippi. <laughs> he did. And I hang on to that. It's probably been 10 years ago. I can't find that word. So you're saying it didn't happen? It no, did happen. it happened. I got pictures. <laughs> but in Mississippi, catfish is a big thing. Yeah. And anytime you're talking so is about catfish frying, regional? I mean, some people don't like catfish. I don't know why. It's because they never had Mississippi Pond Race catfish. Yeah. To me, I mean, they think I, of those yeah, big, nasty river cats, bottom feeders. Yeah, flatheads or whatever that people are going out graveling. And, and, you know, it's okay if you like to catch catfish and cook them and you know, get them out of the river. I prefer pond raised catfish. I think it, it tastes better. Mm-hmm. It's cleaner. It's some of the whitest fish you can get. And it, when you fry it, you, lightly bread it and fry it in peanut oil. It's some of the finest eating fish you've ever had. And we have perfected it in the state of Mississippi. I don't care whether you're going to fish houses up here where we are or fish camps down in South Mississippi or, or even in Louisiana. That's some of the best the best eating fish you can get is fried catfish. I think Central Mississippi does it better than anybody. Uh, yeah, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> Jerry's, uh, if you've never been to Jerry's and ate catfish in Shell's hometown, Florence, Mississippi, 
You got to go there. If you've ever driven down 49 South or 49, yep. like going to the beach from, you know, North Mississippi, Memphis area, going to the beach and saw a big white igloo on the side of the road That's and Jerry. thought, what is that? Jerry's fish house. <laughs> That's the best fish house now, in the they, world. Does, do they call that a fish house or a fish camp? That's a fish house. So they you, call them fish camps when you go you gotta further get a little south. Bit started, okay, because yeah. I know, like down you, there around, you got to get like Hattiesburg, and, McGee, yeah, or yeah. Down they area. call them fish camps. And yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what the difference is. Um, to me, that they both serve fish. Yeah, we've always called them fish houses. That's yeah. where you went on Friday or Saturday night. And they had. They always all, had catfish. They always yeah. have catfish, and usually it's all you can eat. Yeah, that's I mean, how Jerry's is. It's all you can eat. They, they bring, bring it to out, you platter yeah. after platter. Of perfectly seasoned and fried catfish fillets. Now, the whole trick to frying catfish is a lot like breading that chicken. Don't get overly aggressive with it. I well, use cornmeal. you got to start with the quality of catfish. You do. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a little biased. I grew up with Pride at Pond out in Tunica, Mississippi. It's some of the best catfish raisers in the world. And My dad um, used to drive to Pride of the Pond but it, to did, buy his fish. Did he? Yeah. But he also cooked a lot of Simmons. Because oh, yeah, I've actually Simmons, ordered yeah. Simmons, and I think they're in Itabina or yes. somewhere over there. They're over in the Delta somewhere. It's all, you know, Delta raised. Mm-hmm. There's several brands, but Simmons and Pride of the Pond they're- are the two that I highly recommend. If I'm going if I'm going to go buy catfish, I'm going to try to find Pride of the Pond. If I can, I'm going to order Simmons and have them deliver it to me. Because they have, you can go to their website, they'll ship it anywhere in the country. So you can get. Simmons farm raised catfish. What size fillets do you do? The four, I like the four to five ounces. Those are the perfect size. They're little hand sized fillets. Anything you get over that, it's an older fish. It's one of those things where younger's better. You know? you get, I think the smaller the fillet, to me, some of the best part of the catfish is a little crispiness around oh, yeah. the edges. So you get more crispiness and, and some people cook those six to eight ounces and they'll split them and you got real big thick area down the middle of it. That doesn't get done as well yeah, exactly. and it gets too crispy on the edges. The, the four to five ounce fillets are perfect. That's, that's the exact ones I want. When I won that contest cooking catfish, it was with those. Mm-hmm. It was with Simmons fillets, four ounces. My dad cooked some really, really great catfish. That was something he prided himself on. He cooked it pretty much like you cook it, you know. Very it's, limited. I mean, simple, simple ingredients, yep. simple recipe. It's all in their technique. It is. You know? Good fish. You got to get those fillets dry first, and then I season them with a little bit of AP on both sides, salt, pepper, and garlic, and then I go into straight cornmeal, and I take I season the cornmeal with salt and pepper only, and I don't get crazy with it. I mean, you know, I, I usually put in probably four cups of of cornmeal. I can you can use white or yellow, whichever one. I usually just use white cornmeal. What's and then going I, on? Why are you twitching? Huh? I don't know. Am I twitching? <laughs> yes. I'm thinking about frying catfish. <laughs> <laughs> so four cups of cornmeal and like a quarter cup of salt and a half and an eighth a cup of black pepper. That's it. That's all that goes in mine. I mix it up no real wet, good. I no, no wet, wet at all. Yeah. There's and some people that. So I take those fillets and then I just put them in the Ziploc bag with that, toss them around, take them out, put them on a dry and cooling rack, let them sit there, air dry. They don't need to go long. While the grease is getting hot, your fillets will be ready. And then I drop them a few at a time at 350 and they only take about Five to seven minutes per fillet. I mean, it doesn't take long yeah. to fry fish. Peanut oil. It goes fast. When they start floating, they're pretty much done. I'm using peanut oil, 350 degrees. Pull them up, paper towel. I usually throw them back on a cooling rack. I like having them on that raised rack to get 
every all the grease away. Yeah. Anything that's coming off away from it. If you let it sit in grease as it starts to yeah, cool, it pulls off the it will crispiness. Yes, it makes it, does. it soggy. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta put them on something. I mean, either now a lot of times what old timers do, they'll just take old brown paper sacks. They'll have them split open. You know, they'll be in the pan or what. A lot of times they'll use coke flats. Have you ever seen them do that? Uh-uh, what's coke flats? Like they use oh, the, coke flats. Yeah, the coke. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, like a little yeah. cardboard box. Yeah. Cokes or soft drinks come in. Yeah. And they'll, you know, when you buy them by the six pack, they'd have four six packs in there. When we went to fish fries, it's always what they had. And they'd have them lined with brown paper bags. Because they use the brown paper bags to bread them too. Mm-hmm. They dump their cornmeal and a little salt and pepper in that, put the fillets in there and roll it down, shake it up. And then they'd have the other ones they'd use as like an absorbent for when they come out of the grease. Yeah. But I think the little cooling racks, like the pork racks or the chicken racks we use, make excellent. They're just they're just cooling racks is all they are. You can get them at any restaurant supply. But you keep them all night. It keeps the grease off. Keeps, yeah, lets them keeps them crispier. crispy. That's yeah. right. And then all you need is hot sauce and tartar sauce. I have tartar sauce on that, yeah. too. Man. You got to have a good tartar sauce. Yep. To me, that makes it. No, and it's easy. Blue plate mayo. I use like one. Every time I make it, I make it with a whole quart of mayonnaise. We still have tartar sauce yeah. in the fridge. One quart of blue weekend. plate. I get the small jars of dill pickle relish and sweet relish. And I use half of each and then a small white uh, sweet onion, like a Vidalia, chopped up as fine as you can get it. And then one lemon that I just squeeze all the juice in there. A little that's it. salt pepper. Salt and pepper to balance it. And whisk, whip that up and let it sit. It really needs to sit three or four hours. No deal? Deal pickle relish. Yeah, so you yeah. get deal pickle So I relish. use half a jar of deal relish, half a jar of sweet, because it needs a little sweet element. Because the only seasons you're actually adding to it are salt and pepper. That's it. You yeah. don't need anything. You need to actually work up a real recipe for that. I do. I like have it right here. One jar of mayo. Right oh, you mean like 32 <laughs> ounces of mayo? Or make it where you can make it like with half a jar of mayonnaise. I mean, you can cut it. I mean, we fed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people on Sunday, and we ate a lot of fish and a lot of tartar sauce, and we still have tartar sauce in our fridge. <laughs> it's going to go bad before we use it up. We need to fry some more fish. <laughs> but you got to have tartar sauce to go with it. I mean, you got to have coleslaw and hush puppies. I was going to say, what too. goes with great catfish? Coleslaw and hush puppies. And pickled onion. And usually bread and butter pickles mm-hmm. or some sort. You know, good spicy if you like them spicy. I like spicy bread and butter. you got to have French fries. Sweet too. fries. Yeah, I'm not a fry guy. I'm not a fry guy. Yeah. But hush puppies, oh, I love them. If they're good. If they're good. You can make some really bad hush puppies. Yeah. Not you specifically, but. I make good hush puppies. You make you made excellent hush puppies uh, uh, Sunday. So how'd you do your hush puppies? Well, I started with the mix. I cheated on that. It was yeah. a hush puppy mix, but then I added some fresh cut corn that my mom had put up. That she brought, she cooked and brought. So I put some of that in there, and then just some onion. That was easy. Yeah. But the key Did you season it any? No, extra? I didn't do anything. I just I, I rolled with the, the hush puppy directions mix. and just but added some stuff. You had to let it sit for thirty minutes. Let that hush puppy mix come together. I guess the yeast starts activating. It makes a it makes them a lighter hush puppy instead of a packy hush puppy. Mm-hmm. If you let it sit, I don't care if you're mixing up your own. When you mix your batter up, let it sit 30 minutes before you drop them. And then I buy um, it's like a little melon scooper. And if you know if you think of the small, I don't know what size scoop. I need it's to like look an ice it. cream scoop, but a small. Yeah, it's like a melon scoop. baller. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't make a very. I'd be pissed off if I got that scoop. <laughs> Because it's just like, I don't know what size. I need to look and see what I it is. I use it when I'm making um, sausage, sausage balls, balls yeah, yeah. at Christmas time. But it's the perfect for dropping hush puppies. 
And I used that, you know, in the bowl. And I probably made two dozen hush puppies with that pack. I mean, they were good. They were good. And they were light. And how would you done. make a homemade hush puppy with cornbread? It's like making cornbread. And, a little yeah. bit, it's a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit uh, thinner battered than, than, say, cornbread would be. But I don't mind using a package like that. Yeah, a decent for, package yeah. you doctor up, you know. I've, used, I've even bought these called the World's Best Hush Puppies. They're usually in the frozen section. Oh, yeah. World's Best. They're good. We got them from Walmart. Yeah, I completely yeah. forgot about those. World's Best. Yeah. They are good. They that's tasted a lot like what I made. And they have them with jalapenos. That's something I like. A, I like a little I spicier one. I like, it's more like, I like a Mexican style hush puppy mm-hmm. where it's got, not necessarily cheese, I but I like the peppers and the corn yeah. and the onion, all that in it. I wouldn't call it Mexican. I just call it spicier. Yeah. You got to have hush puppies. Do you know in uh, Carolinas, they eat hush puppies with barbecue? Yeah, yeah. Which is the weirdest thing. What I would kind never. Of hush puppies are they just plain? They're about like long, or, like your thumb. It's yeah. weird. They don't. I don't know how they. They're not the kind of. They're not like catfish eating hush puppies. <laughs> <laughs> they call them hush puppies, but what it's a different they, take on. Did they dip them in something? Ketchup, or? I imagine. Yeah, or vinegar sauce. I could see. I could see a good hush puppy dipped in. I just don't think sauce. of eating hush puppies with barbecue. It always goes with fish or seafood. At some point, some way. Well, we'll have to go and try that. Try it out. Yeah, there you go. But that was pretty much what we did. We cooked fish. Um, you know, when we were in Texas, Michael ordered the catfish plate, and I didn't. I didn't tell him I wouldn't order the catfish plate in Texas, but um, it was like this one big piece. He got one fillet, <coughs> and it was about this big. <laughs> it oh man, it huge. must come off ten pound catfish. <laughs> it was just one. It was a twelve massive, ounce fillet. Yeah, <laughs> I was thick. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, I knew it wouldn't be any good, but. So what do you think about doing like the, you know, some places you can go and there'll be fish houses and you can get a whole catfish. You know, I like the fillets. Okay. There's a, there's a place that, that my parents like to, we've been going since I was kids called, called Haggy's Catfish Hotel up on the, uh, close to Pickwick up at Shiloh. And man, they're, they've been doing catfish there. I don't know, a hundred years, a long time. And they do the whole fillets. I mean, whole yeah. catfish like that. You can get fillets, but I'm just not a big fan of it. I mean, I, I don't I, like that. I don't like dealing with the there. bones. I don't like I the don't, catfish I, there. I just don't think that place is that good. You don't like it? Their coleslaw is awesome. You mix it yourself. It comes like with a little bowl of slaw yeah, but it and a dressing. Like the Thousand Island dressing with their it coleslaw tastes a lot like your broccoli salad dressing. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's different. Their hush puppies are good too. Tartar sauce is good. I judge a catfish place on how they make tartar sauce. If you're using like craft out of the bottle tartar sauce or the little packets you tear off, I ain't messing with you. <laughs> you're you not even going to. I ain't even more to that. You better be making tartar sauce by the five-gallon bucket. So you've got this technique down. It's pretty simple. You season it. You season. roll it in corn. Not even roll it. You shake it in a little cornmeal, seasoned cornmeal. And let it dry. Let That's the whole thing with frying catfish. It's got to be done like that. It doesn't need to be heavily breaded. Uh-uh, it's real Some thin. people like go out, go overboard. They'll Some bread it two or three times. It. Yeah. yeah, they'll put it in a wet marinade or put mustard on it. Um, good catfish, good quality cat. You don't need to do anything to cover it up. If it's good catfish, just add a little salt, pepper. That's it. That's all it needs in cornmeal. Light, light cornmeal. Good hot peanut oil. So that's your your process. Can that's you do it. other fish that way? Um, you know, like crappie or 
You, know? you can, but a lot of times those fish do better with the seafood batter almost. It's a it's different like style a of fish. Yeah. It has more flour in it. Um, so I don't know why catfish is the main one, cornmeal breaded catfish. The rest of them I like to do in more of a batter. And you do put a little, a uh, little more of a, you know, egg washy type. More wet. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more wet. You, you run let that dry It's more fish too. and chip style. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, no, I, I, I'll go straight to frying those. I don't let that dry. I mean, you can you can just seafood batter anything like that. They sell a lot of different ones and little packages at the grocery store. Just you know, different Zatarans or different brands have seafood batters, and they work. But I've cornmeal battered brim and and uh, crappie, but I think it does better with a little bit of a. Catfish is really its own unique it is, it is. thing. Yeah. And it's so good. If you get somebody that really knows how to do it right, it's it's really, really good. It is. We went to um Arkansas, what this time last year, um, to a friend's house in Arkansas that was having a catfish fry. Yeah. And I was like eh. Shane's. It was Shane. Yeah. Townsend. Yeah. yeah. Shane Lee. Shane and Lawson. Um and I was like, eh. I don't know about no fish fry in Arkansas, you know? <laughs> and I tried the catfish. I'm like, this is really, really good. How does this person know how to cook catfish this way? Turns out they're from the Delta, Mississippi Turns out, Delta. Yeah, he was a transplant. He's he a was transplant. Like from, he was like, from Greenville. He knew that it wasn't no. They had to be from Mississippi some kind of way. They didn't way. learn this frying trout, did they? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had some good fried trout over there, but it's not catfish. Yeah. I mean, I love a good fish. I mean, y'all pick on me all the time for ordering the fish sandwich. I had a what a catch when we went to Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stop by what a burger. A what a catch. It was a delicious. They rung catch. the bell and everything when you ordered it. You could hear them. <laughs> we got a fish. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Finally sold one. They got you. <laughs> you said it was good. I don't know. I'll take your word on it. Well, not eat a fish sandwich unless if it's fish po' boy, that's one thing, that's acceptable. But just a fish sandwich. Have from you somewhere? never had like cold catfish sandwich? No. It's like white bread tartar sauce catfish. Uh, maybe you know I don't like it cold though. Oh, it's so good like that. Yeah, no, I don't believe that. Fish is to, now that's we another thing. That. Fish, like my dad would fry fish when I'm frying fish, day. it's got fish has to the catfish needs to be done last. Whatever I'm cooking, I'll let the fries hold the fries, the hush puppies, anything else. Then the fish comes last because I want it piping hot. Well, that's the story of serving show. it. Yeah, yeah, serving it straight as it comes out. And yeah. that was one thing I liked about going to like down to the fourth to your relatives when your granddad would fry or they would fry your uncles would fry fish and they'd walk around and you didn't wait on everybody to eat lunch because they were frying fish and they were giving they it out. They started frying fish yeah. the night before. Really? So they just frying boxes of fish. <laughs> they just fry fish. Yeah. I mean, there'd be good. hundreds of people down there, you yeah. know, or a yeah. hundred. And yeah, but he before lunch, it was almost like fish was your appetizer. I mean, they had it on the plate, you know, on the table get you some, f- yeah. for lunch. But they, my dad would start cooking it early, and my pa- grandpa, grandfather would walk around and pass out little. Catfish fillet. Man, they're so good. Yep. Well, that was the same method they used. They, Salt, pepper, cornmeal, peanut it. oil. All it ain't technique. sacred. That's just how yeah. you do it. Small pond What kind of fryer? Do they have a big Cajun Works fryer? I don't think they had those back then. Really? It was just a cat cauldron on a... Well, on a burner. Fish a burner. burner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But your um, Cajun Works fryer, I like it. It oh, makes everything... Yeah. 
I hadn't cooked anything bad in it. I know. So what are you going to do with the grease now? Did you drain the grease? I need to go home and I need to drain it this weekend. I'll probably throw it out as I cook fish in it. And, a couple times. And I cooked wings and pork rinds before that. So it's working on several fries. You got your money's worth out of it. Heck yeah. yeah. I got another backup five gallons too. So I'm ready to reload. Gotta, you got to keep a fryer on standby. How long does it take you to get your fryer? If I say, Mount, let's get to frying. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm just starting it, I give it 20 minutes. To get up. To get to 350, yeah. Because that is what, five, it's five gallons? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If it ain't five, it's putting the hurting on five. Yeah. Well, that's. It doesn't take long. In 20 minutes, we could be, we had a plan. It takes longer for it to cool off and be able to drain it than it does get it hot. Um, we did have a plan. I forgot what we were going to do, but we were going to um, just bring the fire out and fry everything. We weren't going to f- cook anything else except fried. We were going to invite people over. <laughs> it was when we were going to have a, I forgot what football party it was we were going to do. But it ended up falling through. We had to cancel it because we had something going on. But we were going to get corn dogs for the kids. and Funnel cake. We were going to fry it all. <laughs> Four fries. Wings. Probably ribs. Deep fried ribs. You like deep fried ribs? I don't. No, I've had some that were not good. Really? And that was the last time I had it. Remember when Lambert was He was working to, on getting yeah. a package? Yeah, yeah. But Those the, were different, though. They were. Those were more commercial. Yeah, they were, like, processed <clears> too much. <throat> the meat on the rib Because they, they had to pre-cook it, like, in steam kettles or something. Exactly. And it didn't work. Yeah. He had several different products. Some of them turned out pretty good, but the ones we had were one prototype that he said, no, that ain't going to work. Yeah. They're good if you just do them yourself. It almost tasted like chicken fried steak almost. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It it changed it, didn't it? It wasn't that great. Man, that's what I need to do. I need to do some chicken fried steak. That would be good. I could do some homemade mashed potatoes. I have a good homemade mashed potato recipe. You do? Can't hardly mess that up. You can't. The gravy's (laughs) the key. The gravy's the key on that. I I don't have a good gravy recipe. I've never... Mastered the art of gravy cooking yet. It's all in the roof. I know. Patience. So, coming up this next week, we're going to do our July 4th. Chicken chicken plate cooking. <laughs> we're just doing simple old barbecue, old-fashioned barbecue chicken on an offset. We're going to probably do some beans to go with it. Talked about maybe doing just a, a simple slaw. And I'm going to throw a drink in there, too. Yeah. Homemade lemonade. Four total recipes. Yeah. Um, I like this idea of this chicken. It's going to be quarters, probably? Or no, it's do, pieces. I'm just barbecue chicken. You're going to do all different pieces? Yep. See, when I think of a chicken plate, it's always a quarter. You mm. get a leg and a thigh. You can get that if you want it. <laughs> it's going to be cut up, though. <laughs> so you're doing all pieces? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have wings. I'm going to have legs. I'm going to have thighs. I'm going to have breasts. It's going to be great. How do you keep it from... You know, cooking your leg. It gets done when it gets done. Okay. I mean, this is this ain't rocket science. This is chicken cooking. So your legs might be a little over in your breasts. I ain't trying get to get done. it all done at the same time. Okay. The breasts would be the last thing on. Okay. So the wings it, and legs, the, the wings and legs time. will be off first, but they can really go a little over. That's they the can. great thing about yeah. those. I mean, thighs. I want my thighs. Uh, so. Chicken, the breasts are the real one thing you just don't want to go over. So yeah, but I want my thighs to hit at least. 185, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm really, I like them closer to two. Mm-hmm. 190. The size that they we stay juicy. You couldn't cook a chicken breast like that. Uh-uh. It needs it at 165 and come off. But the rest of it, wings and legs and thighs can go. 
mean, our comp chicken. They're very forgiving. Yeah, yeah our we, comp chicken. I'll take it two up to no, two, 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 ten sometimes. That's where it's perfect. In butter. Yeah. But that's what we got coming up. And that's then, well, uh, July 4th, be off. No video, Vacation. no, no uh, out, podcast. Yeah. We're going to be somewhere. We might be home in the pool, but it's going to be somewhere. We're not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's it that's yeah. all we got going july is gonna be you know hopefully hot and vacation time mm-hmm. so we will be back good. if we're gone a few weeks we will be back we'll be back next week we gotta talk about cooking for july 4th that's right so is that all we got that's it tell them where to find us and how to get in touch with us and all the good stuff no questions no comments no you didn't write anything down for me to answer? No. I want to thank the rights. For a cool cutting board. Right on cue. This is an awesome cutting board, I think. I'm going to hang it on the wall. K. Just... James. Handcrafted by K. James. But, That's what it says. Yeah. I'm going to hang it on the wall. Just hadn't done it yet. But I think Brad. Was it Brad? Brad for the Texas for the whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. All I right. got some wine this week, too. I got a... Man, the folks fixed us up. <laughs> they know it's vacation time. <laughs> I can't wait. To me, whiskey is more of a winter time. Not that I don't drink. Enjoy As it. opposed to drinking, <laughs> it's an evening drink. Yeah, it's an evening drink. I you don't mind I'm having a, a little nightcap with the whiskey on I the drink ice, my beer right? During the day, yeah. and my whiskey. With your pinky night. out and the whiskey on on the rocks at night. There you go. <laughs> if you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's at How to BBQ Right Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course YouTube. That's right. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, thank you all for checking out. I hope everybody's getting ready for the fourth. Um, We'll see you all next week.